All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith, here this morning with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Laura. How are you doing? I'm doing good. (laughs) That's great. That's great. We are at the golf course today um, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it's a snowy day. Uh, Took me just a few minutes to get in. Jeff, I know you're loving all the snow. I hate the snow. (laughs) Even though I'm from Detroit, I hate the snow. (laughs) Uh, no, it's uh, I don't know. We probably had six inches of snow yesterday, and uh, it all come came really, really fast. All so, at once, yes. All at once, but and it's thirteen degrees right now. So, that's right. That's right. Uh, I was in Florida <laughs> last week, so it was much, much better than this. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, even in Tennessee, I feel like we had a seventy degree day at some. We point. literally did Saturday. Yeah, like, Saturday was seventy two. Uh huh. I was in short sleeves and. Your flip flops and your shorts. No, but I was in short sleeves. And uh, Sunday night we had like what two inches, three inches. So. Yeah, we had a few inches of snow. Yep, on Sunday. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then Made all it. of a sudden, my house—I—I I, I promise we measured like eight inches of snow. So my girls love it so much, but they, it only—we don't really have the um, the clothing here and the apparel to uh, have a lot of snow tops. So they only lasted like three minutes <laughs> out in the snow. Once your hands get cold, that's that's yeah. about it. <laughs> you do that by design. That way you don't have to stay out there. Here's some long. here's some cotton yeah. <laughs> mittens. Yeah, but so no, it's, it's like fun for a minute. Yes. Know? But there's no concrete that can be bashed when it's snowing. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so it just, it just kills everything. So That's right. That's hopefully right. it will melt and never snow again and turn about 55 and let's get back with life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we man. 2022 to be banging it out you know, it's good to have a day like this it's it's kind of fun for everybody okay all right so uh and also welcome to uh 2022 jeff this is our first podcast of yeah. the year um and hopefully it'll be the best yet <laughs> hopefully <laughs> um let's talk a little bit about uh just something a little bit fun what are your personal goals for 2022 well <clears throat> i guess when i think about my personal goals or i mean some of that obviously is tied up in the business as well, because it's personal to me. So it's kind of what, you know, physical goals, spiritual goals, and and then career, family. So it's kind of, it's kind of all of it, you know, all of it combined. So, I mean, I'd I'd have to kind of do it, compartmentalize it a little bit, I guess, but overarching, you know, it's just Mm self-improvement. You know, I want to continually self-improve and self-improve spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, and then, you know, with, with the business as well. So I think it's all, all of those things, you know, just looking for ways to self-improve. For example, uh, you know, I have to manage my weights. So I don't become big as a horse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I want to weigh a certain amount throughout yeah. the year. I, I wanna... saw how many sweets that all your customers gave you um, during the holidays. And I kind of thought there's no way yeah. people cannot. It's just this. terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's great. It's but really it's good. Like, uh, we so really appreciate it. If we appreciate all of that. There. But, but I certainly... Uh, you know, I just got to be cognizant of that. So that, that's your physical goal. And, you know, mentally, yeah. I, I want to read a lot. And, and so I try to read a book a month at least and, and sometimes two. But uh, but that's that's a goal to at least do one a month. And, you know, it's just things like that. And spiritually, it's, you know, at our church, I want to grow and keep getting better and, yeah. and look for ways to improve. So, uh, you know, I, I do think it's important to set some set some goals for ourselves and, and they can be very personal. Uh, but but setting them and and having having a vision. That's right. That's right. I have a personal goal. Um, I, I turned the big 
a big 40. number. This a big 40. <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah. So that's exactly right. Thank that's you so much. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would love, love to uh, run a full marathon. So I'm going to pick one and soon and uh, and go ahead and, and start training well, for that well, one. Ron and I try to get you to run the, the, the Chicago. The Chicago. Ron in and October. I are running the Chicago in October. Yeah. yeah. The Chicago Marathon. So yes. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, you can just train just, and do it. I might just have to join you on that. that but <laughs> if I'm betting, I don't think you can do it. No, I most definitely can do it. Uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I almost, yeah, no, no, I can do it most definitely. Um, At your it's, age, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's really just in your mind. Any, You know, you start slow and, and make sure. <laughs> so I really appreciate that, Jeff. You're so encouraging. <laughs> but that's just a small little personal goal for me. And like you said, just, right. just reading, always just sharpening your mind. A lot of times in, in my position, I have to look at a lot of technology to monitor social media, monitor uh, website, just whatever's going on related to SRM. So your mind can kind of get in a in a trap and it almost can become like immune to anything. So that's what kind of social media does sometimes. So I feel like to sharpen it, I need to, I need to keep reading. Yeah. And that reminds me, one of the seven habits of highly effective people, Stephen Covey's book is, yeah. is sharpen your soul, you know, and, mm-hmm. and basically spend your time sharpening your soul that way. When you get ready to use it, you're the most effective. And I, I think that's incredibly important. I think Abraham Lincoln had a quote along those lines. If you give them, you know, whatever. I think it was eight hours to cut a tree down. He'd spend seven of them sharpening his saw. Okay. Uh, and, and I think it's just preparation, mental preparation, physical preparation, spiritual preparation for what life's going to throw at you because life's going to throw a lot at you in all of those different categories of your life. And it's being prepared for that and not just letting, you know, not just letting life live you, you live your life. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm a big proponent of that. I think it's important. And, uh, and just and having that level of preparedness, mental preparedness, all, all the above, and sharpening your saw. Yeah, that's right. Sharpen that's your good. saw. Sure, I got to sharpen it. <laughs> well, we wanted to uh, wish some congratulations. You had some announcements of some promotions that you wanted to announce of, of people in uh, Middle Tennessee and, and other areas. Yeah, I think uh, there's quite a few. So Lewis is our uh, going to be our new quality assurance manager in middle Tennessee. That's Lewis. Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, working with, you know, under, under Mike's group. And so excited about that. And I think Lewis do a great job. Yeah. And, and, and he's been with us for quite, quite, some, quite time. some time. Yeah. yeah. He, he came from some X, I believe. And then, then been with us for a number of years. And Drew's been, been with us for, since we bought Metro and even before. And Drew's helping on more of a national level, helping with uh, support, quality assurance as well. Mm-hmm. So excited for him. And then down south in Florida, you know, Gary made some uh, announcements there in his role. But uh, we got Justin Spooner is going to be our new GM in the Tallahassee region. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. Justin's been this long time. He's got a good attitude. And, and Justin, before he was with Q, was he with QC? <clears throat> he's in QC as well. Okay. Yep. Yep. And kind of, he's got a good Broad experience, so he'll do right. a good job. And then Tony Seagrees is going to handle uh, Central Florida. So excited about Tony! He came from the Mulberry, Florida acquisition when we did that, and and so uh, Tony did a good job too, taking over Gary's old, uh, old, old stomping grounds. Yeah, so congratulations to all those folks, and and more to come. You know, there's uh, still some movement. Uh, constantly looking to to put the put the best folks in the best spots so they they can succeed and. 
and the teams around them can succeed for sure. That's right. Congratulations, you guys. Uh, Seagrease is just a really cool last name, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. That's fun to say. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about what you've got planned for SRM this year. A couple, a couple things. I mean, uh, Q1, I hope, is going to be a pretty big month for, you know, quarter for us where we have a number of acquisitions. And if everything comes to fruition that we're working on, which that doesn't always happen, but hopefully it does, then, then you're talking about five to, you know, about five million, six million yards of concrete that we've potentially could acquire in Q1. So that means we grow the company, you know, fairly significant, very significantly uh, in one quarter. So there's going to be a lot of challenges associated with that, a lot of work uh, that's going to take by by everybody, uh, even those not directly involved with the acquisitions. It's very important that we maintain our, our eye on the ball and take care of all the regions that we operate in. But I'm excited about Q1. I'm excited about the what that's going to entail. Um, and, and pulling pulling the teams together and, and continue to grow the company in a way that uh, is hopefully sustainable for for decades to come. So this is going to be a big year for us. You know, a lot of what we do is just <clears throat> understanding that we've got to we got to maintain this drive, right? This internal drive to to just get out there and get it done. And we've had a big twenty twenty one. I think that most areas were you know just killed it and very busy and. Rocking and rolling, but we got we got to keep doing it. You know, we got to keep doing it, keep our head down, keep working, plowing ahead, and uh, to keep to keep being the best. and And I think the that's the that's the mission that I think we should all be on is to be the best. And I sent an email out this week, uh, just kind of alluding to that, and and really laying our mission statement out there. And our mission statement is: SRM will strive to be the largest, most profitable materials company in the country while maintaining a best-in-class culture. Mm-hmm. And that really uh, epitomizes everything that that I think that we should want to do. Is And notice I didn't just say ready mix, but a construction materials company. And that means ready mix is, is part of that. That's, that's one leg of it. Another is aggregates, and the other is cement. So when we think about our business in terms of, of those three things, where are we at? Where are we ranking? What, what success have we had to this point? In Ready Mix, we've been uh, incredibly successful. I mean, we've we've grown uh, astronomically over the last decade and, and have done a, a really great job. Aggregates is, is doing doing good, but it's we got mountains to move. I should say we have mountains to blow up, but we have, we have a long. <laughs> that's a good one. That was very lame. Joke, no, that's but, a good one. <laughs> uh, but we've got a long way to grow. Uh, and go for aggregates and, you know, so I'm excited about the future there. And mm-hmm. cement, we, we're just, we hadn't even scratched the surface. I mean, so when you think about our business in those terms, you know, our last leadership meeting was day one. That was the theme of our meeting. And it, you know, really our mission statement ties back to that. You know, it's day one. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. We have to have that startup mentality. You know, failure is not an option. We just work through it and work harder than everybody and, and we can make things happen. So uh, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about our mission. Be the largest materials, construction materials company in the country and and uh, and, and continue to grow. And the, the last part of that mission statement is have best in class culture. We don't want to do it and sacrifice our culture. Uh, you know, we got to have a great appreciate, recognize, encourage type culture where everybody knows it, knows that, knows that we appreciate them. We look for ways to recognize. We look for ways to encourage all of our group 
And uh, I think we continue down that path. There's no way that we can't be successful. And I, mm-hmm. I shared that that scripture on the on my note as well in Proverbs. Without a vision, people the, the people perish. And mm-hmm. It's it's incredibly true in every aspect of our life. If we don't have a vision of where we want to go, if we can't envision ourselves and what we look like a year from now, ten years from now, fifty years from now, uh, and I do, you know, personally, <clears throat> again, I don't want to sound like I have all the answers. I don't, but. So personally, I envision what I want the company to look like, you know, in 50 years, uh, what what that looks like. And I, I, you got to think through those things where you're never going to get there. Uh, and as you make decisions today, what's the ripple effect that they're going to have six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now? So uh, I think all those things kind of have to go hand in hand. And it's the same thing with with even in the, the most micro level if you're an operator, your decision to fill out your ticket or not is is a decision that makes a lasting impact. Because what if that's a job that we have issues on? You didn't fill out your ticket and it causes the company to spend money. Well, th- that has a ripple effect. Every decision we have is cause and effect. You know, so it's important that everybody get on board, envision what they want to do. You know, whether you're an operator or quality control plant manager, who whatever department, whatever place it or of this company that you touch and you leave your imprint, you got to make sure that you have a vision on what you want to do and how you want to do it going into 2022. That sounds really good. Just making sure that we're all, you know, rowing in the same direction. Um, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of moving, or there's a lot of, of people, you know, just to get on that, get on board. And I think that I appreciate your email and I appreciate you mentioning that, that here because a lot of times we need to be redirected and need to know our purpose. So I appreciate that. All right, let's go over here to chapter 17 of Jack Welch's book, uh, Getting Promoted. Um, if you want to just share a little bit about um, your the main topics here and, and your takeaways from this chapter, that would be awesome. As, we, as I think about promotion, it's, it's really... You know, it goes back to getting your mind right first. I mean, you got to get mentally set those goals, achieve your own personal goals because people see that. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes to ripple effects. Like if you care and are compassionate about your job and what you're doing and how you're doing it, going the extra mile, staying late, coming early, people are going to see that. Uh, and when they see that, they're going to they're going to want to invest in you because it's such a rarity. It's such a rarity for people to care about their career and their job. You know, I'll give you a friend. There's, you know, there's 4,000 people that work for us. Not all 4,000 are listening to this podcast. That, that, in, that, in its, that it tells you that you've got an opportunity to invest in your career, understand how this company is going to be ran and where it's going and things we're doing and, and why, why wouldn't, you know, for all 4,000 tune in because everybody has different ambition. Mm-hmm. And so for those and priorities and priorities yeah. and, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's not, that make you a bad person that you don't prioritize your career over different things. But if you want to be promoted, the, you have to prioritize your career. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. And, and I'm not, not at the cost of your family or whatever, but I'm saying it can't be, Family, you know, it can't be God, family, right. fishing, 
you know, hunting. But when it all comes down to it, I mean, it's it's like under 20 minutes in a work day once a week. Yeah. Well, this is just one example, but it's like, but it's just self-promotion, like it's self uh, betterment. You've got to continually look to get better. And if you're not willing to do that, you're never going to get promoted. Right. Right. You know, it's, uh, I think we've said on this podcast many times, God, family, concrete, you know, uh, you know, God, family, concrete. If we're in those, if you're prioritizing your life that way, then, then you're going to have so much opportunity. You're not going to know what to do with it, but not everybody's falls in that category. And and that's okay. Certainly no problem. Certainly, you know, not everyone's got different priorities and I can fully appreciate that. But to his point in this, in this chapter, it's it's getting those priorities right. Understand what your career is. Doing really good, really great in the job that you're in. Not be completely focused on the next job. Uh, but if you do really great at the job you're in, there's going to be opportunity to, to be promoted. And and you got to be willing to 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 roll with the punches. You know, uh, there's been a lot of people not be promoted because they're not willing to move. And I fully get that. You know, uh, fully. I fully appreciate you yes. get that. But you know, you just got to understand from our perspective, too, that sometimes jobs are, are where they are. And those folks that are willing to, to relocate are going to have different they're going to have different opportunities. And as you as I've been able to travel the country, I've talked to a lot of CEOs and and people in high level positions and, and really large companies, really large companies. And every one of them, same story. I took every promotion that was given to me. I traveled the country. I traveled the world. And here I am. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just getting the, it's knowing who you are, you know. I, I think that's <clears throat> that's where a lot of people mess up. Right? Know who you are. Be comfortable in your own skin. Know what your ambitions are. Know where you draw the line. Know what you're willing to go do. Because if you go ahead and process that in your mind, then you'll realize, okay, where I'm at, would I be willing to do X? Would I be willing to do Y? If the answer is no, then where I'm at. You can really embrace your position at where you're in. If you're willing to do all those things, you can say, I'm going to do a really great job at where I'm at. And I'm going to let people know that I'm willing to do something else. That's right. So it's just uh, being comfortable with who you are. And I think that takes time, right? I mean, I think it it happens. Um, hopefully it happens over time through this maturation process. I know people that are older that still are not comfortable with who they are. But I want to get, uh, as I self-reflect, right, I, I want to get comfortable with who I am and and the life that I lead and and the people I'm around and all the above. I think all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. What do you think, Laura? I, I think I think I couldn't agree more with everything that you said. Are you being are you just a yes person? <laughs> I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not at all. I do want to before we close this up, okay. I think we're you're ready to close this up. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, before we close this up, I want to make mention I, I've received a, a really great call from Chuck. Uh, one of our folks that worked for us up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And he called, my wife and I were in Florida when he called and just uh, just shout out to him. Uh, his call personally meant, meant a lot to me and meant a lot to my wife. He didn't know it, but he was on speaker. Uh, we were getting ready and about to leave and and uh, uh, it, it just made, made a big impact. So I mean, he knows what the conversation was about. and So I won't go into all of that, but uh, just appreciate that call. Appreciate him reaching out and doing that. And then I also received another call from Ralph down in down in uh, Fort Myers area, Naples yeah. area. I know Ralph. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Ralph reached reached out and wished a new happy new year too. So appreciated his call and 
Uh, you know, a lot of times I get a lot of calls that they're more on the negative side. And uh, it's they, good to have a positive. It's good to have the positives too. That's right. <laughs> we need That's to right. hear the but good stuff. <laughs> hope everyone has a great, happy new 2020. That's exactly right. All right. Thanks, everybody. And thanks for joining us.